All right, all right, here we are yet again. It's your wonderful host, Demion, and we are recording five minutes before the rain. Yes, it is already misting outside. You know, when you take a Windex bottle or a spray bottle and you hit that little fine spray to cover a vast area with a light dusting of chemicals or water or precipitation, whatever's in your bottle, that's what's happening to my area of town right now. So we have a light mist, slowly increasing strength. Pretty soon we'll have full raindrops outside. It's already hazardous enough on the road for people to have accidents, but we're stationary. We're still, we're in the parking lot. We're overlooking the traffic, watching the movement of the cars. We're staying safe. We decided to go ahead and record this podcast due to the fact that there is a tropical storm in the area. But how are you? How are you doing today? A few moments before I hit the record button, I always wait to be inspired. I like to take a few sips of my coffee, then I go in. I say, okay, this is where I'm going. Well, my idea for today's podcast didn't officially hit until I ordered my coffee. Of course, you know I have an iced caramel coffee from McDonald's. Rolled up to the window, paid the little fee. Girl gave me a coffee. Now, first thing I noticed out the gate, the coffee has an almond color to it. See-through cup, almond color. Meaning that typically when I get a coffee, it does not look like this. It only looks like this at the bottom. So before I even taste it, I already know there is a good deal of caramel in this coffee. Now, why can she make coffee like that? The other person make coffee less than that, and the person before them make coffee better than that. Here's the reason. It's because there's no system to the way they make their coffee. It's just kind of a random result you get depending on who makes the coffee right? Depending on who makes the coffee and when you pull up, you're going to get a random result. If you were to order a burger, you do not get a random result. Every McCheeseburger, every double cheese, every Big Mac tastes like the Big Mac before it, the hundred before it. They all taste the same. Your Big Mac will taste like his Big Mac. Her quarter pounder will taste like her quarter pounder. Everybody's sandwich tastes the same because there is a systematic process to how they make the sandwiches, not the coffee, that's the variable. So, being that it's raining, we're gonna take a few minutes to talk about systemic versus random. The benefits of having a systematic process when it comes to learning your language versus having a random process where you get random results. So let's go ahead and take a sip, and we'll take a few minutes to uh, dig into this little idea. Let's go. So we'll go ahead and first start off with random, because that's what this is. At this moment, it's random. This coffee that I get from McDonald's is random. Some days it's good, some days it's mediocre, some days it's average, some days it's less than, some days it would have been better to just go to Speedway or Sheets or somewhere else and get coffee made by anybody else other than McDonald's at that time or that particular person at the window. So, random, when you do things randomly, meaning there's no repeatable process. Hit or miss every time. You know, you may hit, you may miss, you may do this, you may do that, you may add a little more milk, you may add a little less coffee bean, you may use a different coffee bean, you may use a different soy milk, oat milk, you may have 50% caramel, you may have 13% caramel, you may stir it for two minutes, you may stir it for one minute, you may not stir it at all, you may leave it up to the customer to stir It might depend on how much sugar you put in this time, whatever your mood is. See, there's too many variables, right? But when you order this sandwich, at least 90% of it 
is systematic. The patty comes made. They're not back there making patties. They're not forming the meat. So the meat already comes on the truck frozen. So the hard work is done. All they have to do is put it on a bun. Like, you can't mess that up. Put it on the bun. They have a special mustard gun. They have a special ketchup gun. They have a certain way in how much, you know, you put on each sandwich. You squeeze it one time, this amount comes out. You squeeze it another time, that amount comes out. It puts the dots in a formation. It's systematic. That's why they're one of the top fast food chains in the country. Because they have a repeatable process. They're everywhere in the world. They're in China. They're in Australia, Korea, all over the world. Here in the States, of course. McDonald's is everywhere. And if you go to Texas and eat a burger, it's going to taste just like the one in New York. Now, the only difference is when you leave the country. When you leave the U.S., other countries have different ingredients in their burger, but that country uses those ingredients within their burger. It's just how it is. So when you have a systematic process, it's better than having a random process, meaning you're not able to repeat your results, repeat the process. We've talked about that before. We're not going to go all the way back to trust the process and repeating the process, but you understand there is a process when you do things. This is the reason why people have consistency and some people don't. People that are learning language, if you just randomly do things when you're studying a language, then you're going to have random results. This week, you're really killing it. You know all the vocabulary. You learned, you know, 30 new words. You made sentences. You wrote a book. You did all these things, right? You had the best week ever, but next week was trash. Next week is just straight garbage. You do nothing. You don't watch any films. You don't learn any new words. You don't speak to anybody. You don't practice your language. You don't listen to any new audio. Why? Because there's no consistency. It's just random. So this week, perfect. Next week, trash. Week before, perfect. Week before that, trash. There's no consistency. So you want to be systematic when it comes to something that you're looking to improve upon or maintain. Think about it. Parents, if you have children and the mother says, no, you cannot go to the movies. But the father says, yes, you can go to the movies. What message does that send the child? Who will the child talk to when he wants to do something, right? It's going to go to the dad. But if the mother sees that the child is responding to the dad better when asked to do other things and she starts to change her response, yes, you can go to the movies. Then the kid gets mixed messages. The kid doesn't know how to respond. Then you have this disobedient child that doesn't listen to the dad or the mother, right? You have to have consistency. Now, this in language, it dictates that you would lend the process across the board the same way. So if you're sitting here and you want to watch a movie and your process for breaking down a movie, learning a movie is to watch the film first all the way through. No subtitles, nothing to just listen to it and just get your own first opinion. Okay, boom. Then you go through it. And you watch the movie again, this time with subtitles. Boom. Third time you go through it, you watch the first 15 minutes of the movie. You pause it, write down what you understood for the movie. You watch another 15 minutes of the movie. You pause it, write down what you understood for the movie, right? Then you go back through the movie again. Five minute time frame, right? With the subtitles, go back, check for accuracy, see if you were close to what you heard in the film, right? If you have a process like that, which is repeatable across many films, you could do that forever, right? You probably get the same result from one film that you get from the rest of the films if you apply that process across the board. But if you sit there with one film, one movie, and you're like, okay, I'm going to, first time watching this movie, I'm going to watch it with subtitles. And you watch the movie with subtitles. And then the second time you watch it, there's still subtitles, and you're watching it one hour at a time, and you're not writing anything down. Third time you watch it, you see how 
it gets crazy, right? Because you could sit there and do a hundred different combinations with how you break down the film. And yeah, you may have better results on this one. You may have less results on this one. But if you don't track it or, you know, maintain some type of consistency, how are you going to know what's working and what's not working for you? You're supposed to improve. Just like somebody's mother in the kitchen. She makes a cake. Go in there. Oh, you burnt the dough. Cake comes out, the bottom's all burned. Okay, maybe you need to scale back on the heat, cook it at a slower heat over a longer period of time. Okay, so she scales back on the heat, knocks it down five degrees, cooks it a little longer, a little slower, notices that, okay, well, the bottom's not burnt, but the cake's dry. I still want it moist, so now she's got to go back and adjust, right? But if you don't track that stuff, right? if you're not writing that down and understanding what you did to get the result, then it's not repeatable. But if she goes in there and she says, okay, I'm going to make 10 cakes, and I'm going to track how I do each cake. Then once she gets the temperature right, she's like, okay, we're going to bake the cake at 350. And we're going to bake it for 45 minutes, right? Then we're going to stick a toothpick in it at 30 minutes. Because it really depends on the moisture level with the dough that she's, or the flour that she's using, right? Stick a toothpick in, toothpick comes out sticky. She's like, okay, it still needs a little more. Stick it in again, comes out clean. So she has a way to check it. Mid-cook, mid-cook, midway through the process, she's able to check and see where she's at if the cake is performing to her expectation. So now she's added that factor to it, right? So you can do that when it comes to your language. You can have little checks. You can put little checks in place to make sure you're on course and doing what needs to be done. But in order to do that, you have to be systematic. You have to have a way to track it. You have to have a way to measure your progress. You have to have a system in place. So that's just a little bit on having a process versus randomly doing things. There's a million examples. You could look at fishing. The guy who goes out there and he always catches fish. He doesn't just randomly catch fish. No, he always catches fish because he does the same thing. He goes out there, he checks the water conditions. He looks at the fish's behavior. He varies his approach to find which one gets a reaction. And then he adds to it. He digs in. Once he finds what the fish are responding to, he doubles down on it. And then he's catching more fish than everybody. It's systematic. Goes out, looks at the weather. Okay, it's cloudy. How many days has he fished where it's cloudy? He already knows. Okay, we're going with gray, muted, dark colors. Throws his baits out, works them across the leaf bed. Repeatable. That's why top performers perform at the level they do. They don't just kick the ball. Look at your best soccer player. He doesn't just kick the ball and hope that it goes in the goal. No, he kicks the ball a certain way with a certain angle in his foot. The ball does what it's supposed to do because he has a repeatable process. So just think about that when you sip your coffee or you're breaking down your language. Look at how you break things down. See if you can go through the painstaking task, taking a pencil, write it down exactly what you do. How do I study English? How do I study English? How am I studying English? When I watch a film, what do I exactly do? Right? See if you have any things that repeat and see if the results that you get are what you want. If they're not, then you change it. Right? You change it. You sit there and you're like, well, I watch these movies and I'm not getting anything from it. Well, change up the process. Change up your flow. Is it the type of film you watch? Is it when you watch the film? Are you sitting here trying to control your kids while you're watching the film? Are you sitting here saying, you know, Timmy, sit down or running after Jane, going upstairs, pausing the film five and six times before the film's over? Or are you in your room, quiet? No food, no snacks, watching the movie with headphones on, uninterrupted, your phone off. How are you doing it? And when you do it that way, which one gives you the better result? Are you more effective watching films with headphones on 
by yourself in the room or on date night with your boyfriend trying to watch a, an English movie and he's sitting over here speaking in whatever language he's speaking in, and you're trying to watch an English film. He's sitting here in your ear talking about, I want to do this, I want to do that, in some language that you don't need to study because you already know you can't focus on the American film. It's not just, it's not going to happen that way, right? Look at your results. Track it. All right. Take this sip. Shout out to all those who reached out to me. Appreciate you. Off of our last 200th episode that we recorded. Amazing time, amazing time. It was a wonderful birthday weekend as well. As you guys know, I recently had a uh, birthday at the same time, so it was just wonderful. Last week, I, I couldn't ask for more. I guess that's why we have rain this weekend. Didn't have any issues like that last week. It's a great time. A lot of things done. Awesome, awesome, awesome. But like I said, five minutes before the rain, we're going to keep it short. Love you guys. I appreciate you. Keep studying English and do what you do. Make it work. Later.